Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Showing Up the Salt. Maybe you know, maybe you don't know, but Showing Up the Salt is a podcast where we talk about our lives and our world around it. And I am your host, Davon. It's so great to be back. Um, it's been some time. So, how you guys doing? I'm doing good. Um, or I'll say I'm doing all right. I have my good days and I have my bad days. Um, but I'm doing all right for the most part. Um, I know you guys are excited for this episode. If you follow my life personally, you know me personally, or you follow social media, you've seen the announcement of new things to come for our website, The Salt, and the podcast here. And so want to pop on here and say, hey, <laughs> and I guess tell myself, welcome back. <laughs> so this is our welcome back episode. Um, and we're just going to take this time on this episode to discuss what we've been up to and also what's to come with the podcast and with our website, The Salt. Um, it's been a it's been a long while and I miss you guys. I miss talking to you all. I miss, um, just having those great discussions with y'all. I miss having guests on the show and just talking it up and, um, you know, having some real convos with you all. Um, and just letting the creativity flow and conversations flow, but uh, it's been a busy time. The last time we had a podcast episode that was published was in June, June or July, I'll, I'll just say summer, summer 2021, and a lot has happened. A lot can happen within a day, weeks, minutes, but a lot, a lot, a lot can happen within a year. <laughs> um, so, hey, and I, I'm just going to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I have not put out an episode or any new content on our website or, you know, our Instagram page. I'm so sorry. I, you know. But, you know, life happens. And I took some time to, you know, things just got busy. And also I took some time for myself. And in this season that I'm in, this season that we're in, when I say we, I mean the salt and showing up the salt um, and the team here. We're just in a, in a time where we are just taking time to take care of ourselves but also taking time to just be present and be present with those in our lives and um, taking time to literally um, be in the moment and truly live um, and live unapologetically. So that's why there's been so much time and I have written down ideas millions of times and I've I've um kind of like brainstormed many times but it just hasn't worked out so much has gone on 
So let's let's dive into it. Let's start like what happened after that last um, episode was published. And that last episode, I talked to my birthday and all the things to come and how happy I was, and that was that was really like um, a different day. Vaughn, uh, I listened I listened to that episode, and it's just like it is very like illuminating and um, great to hear where I was at. But let's talk about where I'm at, where I'm at now. Um, back then, um, I was in a senior role at my company. Um, not senior role, <laughs> management role. I was in entry level management, and um, you know, very happy to be in that that position. Um, I'm a person who likes to um, work and be very productive. And very accomplished professionally and I also want to be in a place where you know I've worked really hard to get my degree in business administration and so I want to be using that in my profession I finally felt like I was in a place for that to happen and being in this uh supervisor role I worked for a class action lawsuit company as a senior claims analyst I got promoted and I was in a supervisor role where I helped with that team and kind of helped managing that team with another colleague and around July you know I was in my fourth year and we were all working from home and around July got this um had this meeting put on the books and I work with about um we have a, a huge, a huge department, but in my division, it was a team of like 25 people. Um, I had like 20, um, 20 ish, 20, 22, um, analysts under us who they kind of like reported to us on like the work they were giving and stuff. And so I was on a call with, um, management and HR and, um, four or five of those other leadership people where we were told we were being laid off. And so we were told we were giving us, we we're going to be given a severance and, um, you know, our last day would be in September. And so I remember that day, um, very, um, very like, like it was yesterday. And I remember when they, when got the, the call is very short, they were like, do you have any questions? No one said anything. It was a shock. Um, they gave us the rest of the week off. It was like a Wednesday, like a Wednesday or Thursday. And they're like, you know, to give us, cause like, who's going to work during that? And yeah, um, it was, it was really shocking. And it's one of those things where I was like upset, but then also like the, the way things have worked out now, you're, you're like, you, you look back and you're like, that was, that was a great, I was blessed for that to happen. And so, um, it's very heartbreaking. I'm not someone who sits on my hands cause they were like, you know, you'll get a severance in September. There was always different rules and stipulations, which is really weird how they set it up. They were like, if you hold out all the way to the severance, you can have that severance. But if you gain employment within 30 days after that severance, you have to pay it back. Also, if you get employment before the severance, um, package begins, you forfeit it. So like, but it was crazy though. It was like the severance package was lumped into everything I had earned my, my earnings and potential earnings over the four years I've worked. So you mean to tell me like, I didn't make the decision to lay myself off. You all made the decision, to lay me off. And I don't, they didn't give like a, a, a concrete reason why, but be, I was getting penalized for a new job, but they wanted me to wait. 
And I was like, no. And I'm kind of, I'm a go-getter. I don't wait. I remember also when they told me, my dog, um, Bella, she was here. And I just looked at her and I told her, we're going to be all right. Like, I was nervous because, you know, I have a house, I have a car, I have things to pay off. And, um, you know, I'm very, like, numbers and um, I'm very number-oriented and very planned out. So, that was not part of the plan to get laid off. <laughs> so, yeah. And within, like, a couple of weeks, I found a brand new job. So yeah, still in the analytical field, entry level, but I was kind of, I was really happy because, you know, being in management, it's, it's a lot on you and you're like, I don't want to be in management for a little bit. I want to learn this new business, gain some understanding resources and knowledge and work my, and see where I'm at in some time. But I was nowhere hungry to be in management again. So started with this new company. It was now a financial processing company. They were mainly like a call center, but I did not work in call center. I worked in administ- I worked in um, real-time analytics, more of like administration because everything we pulled in analytical reporting went to the management team for the call center. I know it's a lot of mumbo jumbo, but it makes, I'll, let me wrap it up. So work with them, um, was really happy, excited. It was close to where I lived. It was not from home, It was, but the company was not far from where I lived. So I could literally, and I had like an hour lunch, so I could literally like drive from the office to home and still be back. And it was great. But slowly things, I started getting like a, a sense that promises that the company and the people made were not being held. And you're like, oh, Dave Vaughn, like, you know, that's expected. But I'm like, no, I feel like when you work for people, they need people with their word. And also like, you know, they weren't people of their word and they did not support their team and management was very frustrating, very finicky. So, and I gave them plenty of chances. So after like six months, I was like, I'm done. Also during that time, there was a comment made by management about Juneteenth and how Juneteenth was a made up holiday and stupid. And that's kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. I had gotten HR involved. Um, HR did get involved and they did, and I'm doing air quotes, you can't see, reprimand that manager, but then try to turn around and come after me and turn me into the angry black man. And if you don't know who that is, that's when they try to, they try to like, when a situation happens, they turn around on you and say, well, what did you do? And how did you respond? Well, what you did, and I get, it wasn't, I didn't respond in any way, but they had felt like I had done, like I had done it inappropriate in the wrong way. But I had simply explained to them like, hey, conversations and things would not not have transpired if it were not for your management that you all had put in place to be over us would have said something like that. So I don't think it's like, uh, they were trying to do a tip for tat thing. And I was kind of done at that point because there was other things that had happened other than the whole Juneteenth thing that had nothing to do with like holidays, uh, discriminate, nothing like that. It was just overall bad. And I was like, you know what? I don't have to put with this and I can go somewhere else where I'm treated better and, you know, possibilities are endless. And I have a job now, but why can I not find another one? So I went on the search for one. And which landed me to my brand new company. And there's a lot of other things that happened in between, but those are not important. But just like 
this new company I'm at, I am in analytics. I'm like, I'm a strategic solutions analyst, kind of like client relations as well. But I work in healthcare for a healthcare corporation and analytics. And it's been really cool because it's a place where I'm getting challenged. I'm being stretched. I'm also being uplifted, supported by management and just by the company overall. They have a ton of resources and they want you to truly win. And I've never been at a company like this and just their environment. And also the, the company is very, very um, welcoming. The environment is very nice and very inclusive. So they include everyone. They It's like a winning model. They want you all to win. Um, it's not like pyramid scheme like that. <laughs> and also this company... Um, I had just been getting blessed so much, but this company, I am making the most money I've ever made in my entire career of working. And that's just a testament of where my life has been because I, I've been working since I was 16 and all the jobs I've had, I have like always benefited better. I've never been demoted and went down. <clears throat> Excuse me. I never like been demoted and went down. I've never like, um, I have like compromise on stance where like where I maybe have gotten more time with something and less pay or more pay and less time, stuff like that. But I've always felt like I've I've done better and moved up. And so that was a great benefit. Um and this job was I would say ninety percent this job is ninety percent fully remote and you know I'm making better money and I feel better supported. It is very new, it's very scary, it's very challenging, but I'm also happy to be in the role because I feel like, you know, no everybody there wants me to win. Like why not? I mean, if I do bad, we all like it's one of those things like if I do bad, we all do bad kind of thing. So why would I want people on my team to lose? So that's like they are very encouraging and very uplifting. So they have that, yeah. So that's what the job is situation, what's been going with that. So yes, three different places within, um, a year now. Um, so it's crazy because it's been around this time. Now I was in my last, like my last position I just started. So yeah, so that's going on that. So job it's new, it's going good. It's great. And I love it. Um, and it's awesome. So, um, what's next? I've done been doing a lot of great things gone to a lot of events um one of my favorite events that happened over the last year was i went to maverick city with a friend and that was an amazing experience shout out to Ma uh, maverick city they're one of my favorite worship bands um you may know or may not know i love music i am a big fan of music i'm very eclectic so that means i like all types of different types of music um because of how i've grown up and my life and me having a relationship with God. I do like worship music, um, but I don't. I don't like just any worship music. <laughs> um, so I, 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 and that, and I'll say, I'll talk about that on their episode. But I really like Maverick City. Maverick City is one of my favorite worship teams um, right now, and um, of all time right now. And I listen to them constantly. I felt their time, their, their, not their time, but their music is always on the right time. And it, their music is very relatable and just hits you different. But they had a, they came in town, 
had a concert and went to it. It was amazing. Um, seats were not the best, but then I found better seats. So thank you, Mav City. And they're coming back. So hopefully I will go again because it's a different type of tour, different type of music. And got some great special guests on the list. So even with that, I mean, what's to come with that? There's more concerts to come, not just Mav City. Um, going to see Teddy Swims. Hopefully you're going to see Alan Stone. So yeah, like I'm a big part. I love concerts. Um, I love music. Um, it's... Yeah, I can talk about music all day as a kid in my heart. I like all types of music. I love road trip music. Um, so I'm all good there. Also, with that being said, um, you know, during this time, uh, I have a house. Yay, yay. Being a homeowner is awesome. Deeds on the house. Got a loan in my name. Well, yeah, I'm crazy, right? And so not really crazy, but... If you know or you don't know, I had an apartment before during the pandemic. Well, before the pandemic started, then during the pandemic, I was in that apartment. I changed a bunch of stuff in that apartment. Kind of got bored and thought the crazy idea to buy a house. Cool. Bought one. Great house. But with any home, you know, things are going to happen. My house was fully renovated inside and out with a finished basement. Amazing. Um, also, but during that time, we've had some issues. A couple of things come up in my whole basement. All that to say, one of the issues I had was my basement flooded and it ruined all my carpet, baseboards, fun thing. But had to go through that. And um, because that happened, it was, I felt like it was so stressful, but also another blessing because now, I'm a kind of person like when bad things happen and there's there are things that are gonna happen in our lives that are our our control. My it's great to be upset. My one friend, um, you probably heard him on the show, Jonathan, he always says he gives himself a day to be upset about something, then the next it's like, what's the solution? So I kinda of take on and adapt that model with stuff. Like and you, I'm not to say that's a standard. You can be upset many more days, but it does no good to be upset and not do anything. We got to do something. So I looked like perspective was, oh man, my basement is ruined. What am I going to do? But perspective also put me into, okay, this gives me the chance to do the basement like I would do it myself. Basement had carpet, I upgraded it to um, vinyl flooring, mainly because it's a nicer look. It's a lot cleaner. It's a lot more modern. And secondly, it increases um, property value with that. And um, thirdly, it is waterproof. So if it floods again, yeah. I also got a new sub pump installed. The old owners who had the house, I don't know what they were doing. And I'm not trying to badmouth them. But part of the discovery with the, the, the discovery with the flood was that when we put up carpet, we realized there was evidence of there being a sub pump in here in the basement. There was a whole like circle shape in the concrete. And then, <laughs> ding, 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 we were correct. When the sub pump guys came in here and installed a new one, there was piping for it. So they obviously uninstalled it, but didn't install a new one, which funny, everyone, insurance, um, the sub pump guys, flooring guys, um, you know, the people out here taking like everything were like, we've never seen anything like this ever. 
So, wow, but basement is renovated. It's slowly coming together because there are a couple small things I want to do. It's like, you know, paint a couple walls. Um, but we got the floor and I'm still unpacking and still organizing and still making it, you know, comfortable down there because I truly want it to be a zen place, but also a good entertainment space. So we're working on that. And it's also the my home office and home of the salt it's the salt headquarters so my office is down there i have an office i have also created um there's a movie slash game room which is in the main part of the basement and then there's a storage area over the laundry room and stuff and then also in the basement is a quiet room slash meditation slash prayer room so it's very like calming a place to go and just get quiet. Um, so yeah, so we got that going on in the basement. Um, also, big news, shocker, kind of. <laughs> I go to a new church now, and um, yeah, I go to a new church. It's amazing. It happens. Don't be. Don't 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 drop your jaw. Pick it up. If you've noticed, and if you know me in my personal life, or if you follow me on social media, you might have gotten an inkling of that, but I'm here to tell you I go to new church. Um, and yeah, it's cool. It's great. And I'm excited I made the move. And that's all I'll say about that right now, because I do plan on talking about it in another podcast episode. But I do go to a new church, and I like it. And I appreciate that church and the people there. And if I say one thing... Community is very important, but also on top of that, a healthy community is very important. So, um, they are a healthy community that I enjoy being at. And with that, additionally, after years of retirement, and yes, years, because I stepped down from singing. If you know, you know, I do do vocals, vocal lists on praise and worship teams. Uh, and I say teams, I've really been like on like two and one was like a school choir, one's church. And I did like youth band. So I've always sang. That's the only folk instrument I have right now. I would love to learn how to play piano. I did buy a keyboard during the pandemic to learn, but got busy fingers. I've been doing other things other than playing. And so, yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, but yeah, like. That's been my thing. I retired from being on a uh, worship team at my old church in 2019, December 2019, which is a whole nother story again that we can talk in another podcast episode. But stepped down, told myself I was never going to sing again, that I was done over with it. And after a lot of time, a lot of thinking, a lot of prayer, and it was like what I appreciate is people let me take my time. Um, and me not being pressured, there was pressure from other avenues. And, you know, when you've, when you've been doing something like that, a big chunk of your life and that, and it's something you enjoy, you enjoy doing and you walk away from it. I don't think people realize how hard it is for you to do that, but also they also need to realize how important it is when you make a decision like that, because it wasn't an easy decision to do that. Um, because I feel like for me, worship is one of like singing, like, you know, singing 
worship songs and praise songs is one of my connections to God. That's how I like curate my relationship with God. And, um, and that's not for everybody, but it is for me. So, yeah. And so for me to like, and I don't, I'm not on a worship team for people to look at me or say, Hey, look at me. My, I, I feel like that's one of, one of the ways, one of the many ways I put an emphasis on one of the ways for me to help people enter in to worship and uh, for me to help people make a connection to God. Um, that's my one way to help individuals. And I like, if I have the ability and have the free will to want to do it. And also I feel like that's something, um, I'm gifted to do. I want to do it. It just took, took time because it was very traumatic and a big deal for me to step down, but also very, a big deal for me to come back. So when I went to my new church, just so people know side story and like, it's not a secret, but I didn't go there being like, oh, I'm going to join the praise team. No, I I just want to go there to receive and just, just fill everything out and like take everything in. And so I waited a whole year after being there. And it was funny is like they were finding out that I could sing that I didn't tell them nothing. Others told them. Also, I sing loud <laughs> and I was sitting like in the second row every service and just got used to sitting there and I would because I, I like sitting close. I don't like sitting in the back. And so people in the rows in front of me and those around me would hear me because my voice is so loud and they're like, you sing amazing. You should join our team. And then I guess I don't know how I don't know the whole story with everyone, but I went word got when to those in the praise team and those in leadership in the praise team, they were approaching me too, but they did not pressure me. They were just like, Hey, take your time. I was like, and I would, I didn't tell them I would, I just I would think about it or like, I don't know, right not right now. So I would do stuff like that. And then when I was ready, I actually auditioned and I got in and it's been amazing ever since. So yeah. So great. Um, one of the last things that are things that have gone on in my life. Uh, and this is not great news. It's sad news. Uh, so just be prepared, but I kind of prepared myself. I didn't know how, but, um, if you know me personally and you follow my personal social media, you may know or discover or understand or yeah. Um, mama salt has passed mama salt being my mom, mommy, Deborah Newbolt, um, has passed away. She has been on a, a couple episodes or you heard me talk about her in episodes. And, um, yeah, so my mom died and that's another reason why we have been gone from some time on working on the salt. Matter of fact, the salt and showing out with the salt were coming back in January of 2022. And, you know, um, mom got sick. So everything was thrown to the wayside and put on hold. And I'm, yeah, I had to take care of mommy. Mommy, she comes first. 
family comes first, my health comes first, and my family's health comes first before all this. Um, because if they, if I'm not good and they ain't good, then this ain't going to be good. So although this is a great creative outlet, like, and I love you all, Hey, I got to take care of them first. So mom got sick. Um, and it was, it was just traumatic. It was sad. And I'm not saying it was, it still is. It is. It's very fresh. Mom died in March of 2022. Funeral was in April, beginning of April, because she died at the end of March, beginning of April. Um, and, you know, she's three kids are here without their mom. So, um, you know, it's just hard. And I miss her so much. My mom was an amazing person. And she was a number one fan of this show. She listened. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, my mom is such an amazing human being. Um, she would repeat stuff. I didn't think she was listening like that, but, and my mom, me and my sister were talking about it today in the car. We were talking about how my mom, she would just ask questions. You're like, you know, you're being nosy. And she's like, I'm not being nosy. I just like, I just want to know about your life. And cause, but my mom would say like, she would quote things I had said on the podcast or she would bring up stuff I said and ask me questions about it because everything I talked about, she didn't know about. And, um, or she would like, why are you talking about me in the podcast? Um, especially when I came for her on Thanksgiving podcast and I talked about chitlins, she brought that up. But what was amazing to me is like my mom watched, not watched cause we don't win it on camera. Oh, excuse me. But my mom listened to every episode of showing up with the salt. It was on her things to listen to. And it's because she was just, she's like interested in her kids. And the amazing thing about like coming on and putting the show back together and, and with everything I do now, like I think about my mom every day, every second. Um, and especially when it comes to putting this together, I think about her because my mom was truly and is still my number one fan. Um, and this is like no slight to anyone, like my dad or nothing. He's great and he's got our bags and stuff. But my mom, she was our number one fan and stuff, and she really really invested and in, into our lives and what we were doing, what we had going on. So my mom, yeah, it just sucks. No, death sucks. And especially when it's unexpected. Mom it was she was this we didn't see it coming. Um, it was a long road, a long couple months and mom just kept going down, down, down. And then, so she's not here anymore. And yeah, we're going to talk about it on another podcast, but that is what has been going on in my life. And it's a lot. And if you've gotten this far to the podcast, I'm glad you've been listening. Um, but yeah, so that's an update on my life. So next, let's talk about, in these last couple of minutes, let's talk about like, we talked about what I've been up to, but let's talk about what's to come. Let's talk about what's to come for showing up with the salt and the salt. Um, when revamping the salt and working on that, and it's still, it's constantly being revamped and put back together. Um, when I went to meetings and went to deep thought about the show and went to deep thought, deep, deep thought about the 
um, about the website is more like what needs to change because I got a little, and I say a little frustrated with it because it is a lot of just me and a couple of people who are just helping here and there. But with the website, it was so much on there, so much going on and it's, it was great and it is great. And it's because it was a creative outlet. I wanted to be like a creative, um, um, input from all different sides. And I want to cover everything, but you can't cover everything. You just need to find what you're good at and what you feel is best and your, and what it's all encompasses and what it is. So we've changed a little bit of our model, which the salt, which is the salt is for, um, everyone, every age, every background. And we want to put a huge emphasis on that because we want to be inclusive to everyone and love everyone. And so that's, that's the main thing we're hitting on. Um, the salt has the same, um, same sentiment as a podcast. It's a website where we will be talking about our lives and our world around it. And it will involve everyone, every age, every background. So with that, that's what's going on. The website has been, we went really minimal on it. We're only, we're not covering as much as we have been. If you want to go check it out, please go to our website. It's on, um, it's on our bio, our links in the bio. Um, so go check that out. Check out the salt website. You'll see, you'll see blogs. You'll see our, our culture corner. You'll see the about me page. Um, but we we really condensed it down. We got uh, some good quotes on there. We got a couple of good videos and we got some good other podcasts to check the other podcasts to check out. Cause we're, we know we're not the only ones out there to listen to. Um, and just some, it's some things that uh, I fed on and some others have fed on that I think are really good to put on there. And it's a, um, you're going to see some really cool creative things on there, but we have condensed it down a lot. It had a lot of pages and now we're down to like three or two or three. And, um, yeah, so check out the website and then we have the podcast, which I'm talking to you on right now. And so what the podcast is, it's, it's different. I, I feel like it's different. I feel like you're getting a different me, which is great. Uh, um, but we have a lot of great upcoming episodes, episodes where we are going to talk about my mom's death in detail. Um, I want to talk about, and it's not, I don't want to talk about just death, but I want to talk about, um, just grief and going through grief. I want to do episode on, um, how friends who have friends, and grief, how are those friends processing with that friend? Because during that time, me, my siblings, and my family, we had a, a, not a great village of friends who were just around us. And it's, I think it's interesting to have a conversation with those who are the friends of friends who are in grief and just get it from their perspective on how, because like around a lot of times when it comes to grief, those affected by the grief is all about them. And I'll, the friends in those in your circle are the ones who are lifting you up and don't really ask them like, how was, how are they doing? And I know it's a lot on them as well because they're, they're lifting you up in your hard time. So yeah. And, um, so I want to talk about grief. I want to talk about joy. I want to talk about therapy and, um, 
because I am in therapy. I've been in therapy. I was in therapy before my mom died. So I don't think I got in therapy after she died. But I've been in therapy for about a good year, year, year and a half now. And I want to talk about therapy. I want to have my therapist on and talking with us. I'm going to have friends on and talking with us. Not just about therapy, but just a different subjects. I want to talk relationships. I want to talk friendships. We're going to talk about everything under the sun. And um, we're going to talk about church and church life and recently i i do those anonymous question things and i got a question of people wanting to know why did i leave my church and i gave a brief description of why i left and i posted on my on my um on my story on my ig story they also connect to my facebook and I, I appreciate all those who reached out. Um, I don't know who sent the anonymous message. Um, yeah, cool. I'm glad you opened the floodgates because obviously a lot of people were interested in that because I got a lot of great feedback um, from people want to know my thoughts on why I left. And the reason why it's such a big people like, why is that such a big deal? I went there for 20 years of my life. <laughs> so they're like, wow, why did he leave? It's kind of like that. And no, I'm not, no, look at me, I'm great. No, that's not what I'm saying. I just, people want to know, and I'm ready to tell it. Um, because it's not like a tell-all or to get anyone in trouble or to blast anyone. It's truly just a, a reason, like, just to talk. Because I'm hoping with these conversations, with these episodes, I've always say, I hope this starts a discussion. I hope... It brings some understanding and clarity. I hope that it encourages you and I hope that you you are loved and that you you feel that love and that you know it's just it's just a help to you all and that's all I'm not here to hurt anybody if you if you know me, you know me, and that's not my intention nor that's not who I am so just get that out of your head now. But yeah, so that's that's kind of where we're at right now. We got this, the website, new things on there, new logo. It's fresh. We got, don't forget, we got our our podcast and um, that's fresh with some new episodes coming out. And our IG is now back up with new postings on there. So check all those things out. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys getting this far. Um, yeah. And I love you all. And thank you for listening. It's awesome. As always, like, guys, please, like, reach out to me. Let me know what you think. Like, subscribe, comment. Um, subscribe onto our podcast here. We're on every kind of platform. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're on SoundCloud. We're on everywhere. Anything, any platform podcast platform we're on check out our website sign up for our website get newsletters from our websites no you won't miss anything when you set your alerts to it it's awesome we appreciate it and again again i appreciate you all i love you all thank you for listening send me a private message let me know what you think like again like comment subscribe tell your friends and yeah let's do this um i'm ready and we're ready to go. Also, disclaimer, I said this is all new and we're doing this all together. So you might see spans of time of, of like new stuff not coming up and that's okay. 
I have a life. I'm not tied to this, this, this machine. I'm not tied to this mic. I'm not tied to the MacBook or computer or phone. And I want to be, I'm, a, I'm at a place where I'm being present and in the moment with individuals and people. And this isn't my free time. So you might not see an episode every week. You might not see a blog every day, but know they're coming. And there's so much in the library and inventory. Go listen to an old episode. Go read an old blog. Reach out to me. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to hear or see. I'm not holding anything back. I'm willing to talk about it all. And I'm here and ready for it. So again, guys, I appreciate your time. I love you all. Thank you all for listening. And you all have a great day. Um, yeah. Tabitha Brown said, if you're not having a good day, don't go ruin somebody else's. So have a great day. It's a great day to have a great day. But if you're not having a good day, don't ruin somebody else's. Okay? All right. You all have a great day. Go in some peace. Love. And again, yeah, let's get y'all to salt. Thank you all. I never give up. I never give up. I never give up.